I just want to remind all of us that Ramadan is not just for us to stay awake at night, suffering our phones, and sleep at day times by living prayers. This is the best time for all of us to reconnect with our Lord. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asks for his forgiveness. May he forgive our bad deeds and may he accept our good deeds. You are welcome to Prophet I am your host, Insha'Allah, joining me today is a sister whom you will all get to know after the short break. We will be discussing on life as a Muslim girl abroad. Stay with me, I'll be right back. Thank you. قصص لا تكشف إلا بكتابك حين ترى الله ما أحراك بها السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته وعليكم السلام Hello Hello, how are you? I'm fine, الحمد لله and how are you? I'm fine too Thank you for joining me today on my show It is a pleasure to have you um, I feel very honored to be here, alhamdulillah, and thank you for actually giving me the opportunity to come on and say a few things. It is my pleasure. So, inshallah, my listeners would like to know who is here today, inshallah, if you don't mind. Okay, so, so name... hello everyone. My name is Khadija Muhammad. I'm 20 and I school in Oxford Brooks, studying economics, politics and international relations. Okay, nice to be with us today. Thank you so much. So, inshallah, today, as I said earlier, we're going to have a conversation on life as a Muslim girl abroad, inshallah, yes. which we're going to talk on dealing with the deen, struggling with hijab, the peer pressure, and the living alone and mental health. Yes. So, inshallah. So, I think it's time we can start now. So. Okay, so I, uh, let me just give a brief overview of when I came to this country. Um, this was last year, January. Actually, yeah. 20, yeah, 2020 January, I came here. And at first, I actually thought I wasn't going to be living alone. I thought I would be living with um, a family member. Yeah. But obviously, things didn't go up as planned. Uh, at the beginning, like, obviously, I was excited. Okay, so this is me. I'm going to be independent for the first time um i'm going to be alone yes exactly and okay i'll do things according to my like my own like what i like what i want to do what i yes yes exactly little did i know that it was actually not really a good thing to an extent and i'll go on and explain a bit further on that later on but yes um dealing with the dean honestly uh I think one thing is when you're growing up, um, there wouldn't like the number of people or the person that would be telling you, Oh, get up and do this. Um, uh, it's time for prayer. Yeah, don't, yeah, 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 exactly. So, that that person, like, which are actually your parents, like, they wouldn't yeah. be telling you that anymore. So, it's a thing where, like, it's your own responsibility to do it yeah. yourself. Yeah, and exactly. one thing I've noticed, and what I would say one thing every Muslim has noticed is if you don't take your deen seriously, your life will come tearing apart. Exactly. You're going to find yourself in a lot of um, problems. And most of the times, like that mini depression you feel, or maybe the 
sadness and discontentment you feel it's simply because you're not really close to your lord as you yeah, should yeah, yeah exactly, exactly and honestly one thing i'll say is when you're alone you're gonna you know slack off a lot of times realistically speaking because we're almost we're all um humans and yeah all things we want to do like and the things are not even good to, for us yeah exactly so it's like a situation where we slack off a lot of times as humans but yeah. one thing i'll say is it's never too late to get back up and actually be better and yeah. even if today you're good tomorrow you're bad today you're good tomorrow you're bad as long as you have your intentions of wanting to be better every day then i think that's perfectly fine and i think that is something that's between you and your lord and obviously he's ever so understanding because he's the one that created us so yeah. yeah, um another thing I'd say about coming abroad is you're coming to a country where like there aren't much Muslims, not much about Islam is being practiced. Finding yeah. a mosque is scarce. You won't be hearing the call of prayer. You won't be seeing much people with their head covered. So obviously, like there are times you'd also slack off in that sense because your environment of what you're surrounded by contributes to it contributes a lot to like your body language towards a lot of things such as Dean. Exactly, so, exactly. Yeah, exactly. There are days that, okay, I'd, you know, not really... And even, like, the, 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 no matter how, like, Islam a country is, you as an Nigerian, if you go there, you will actually find out that you are more into the Islam than the... Yeah, a lot of times. A lot yeah. of the times, it's sometimes like that. But, yeah. Just like here in Tokyo, you know, like... The, the 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 Nigerians are the people that pray more than the, the 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 citizens of the country. So like it's something like if you are you are not motivated by your friends, you will actually stop that, which is a bad thing. Yeah, and um, a lot of the times you're really just not surrounded by Muslims or people that would be there to remind you of oh okay. This is, this, the thing. this is the right thing this is the even if like i mean it's that thing where like when you're when you have righteous friends you're also motivated to be righteous so if you see your friends doing something you'll be motivated to do that as well good or yeah, bad exactly exactly so yeah um because our friends def- define who we are and what we yeah do to an extent they do so you won't really found find yourself around um people that are con- like you know um devotedly practicing the dean and it's that thing where like they are also struggling just like how you are struggling yeah exactly so yeah um one thing i'll say about dealing with the dean when you're abroad is it's really tough because you're in a whole different environment like you don't have these facilities around you to remind you or to motivate you to want to be better but you need to remember that at the end of the day, it's between you and your Lord, and you owe it to yourself to actually be a, the best version of yourself, Islam. Yeah, because exactly. at the That's... end of the day, everything you're doing, you're not doing it for Allah. You're doing it for Allah, but at the, the very end result, it's you that it will benefit because yeah, at the benefit. very, very end, it's either you go to um, paradise or you go to hellfire. So obviously, you have to, like, you know, want to go to paradise, obviously. Yeah, we all want to go to paradise. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us that. I mean, and then the second thing I'll talk about, which is actually a really big struggle, is struggling with hijab. That's something I really, really struggle with. Um, is a situation where today I'm co- covering my hair, tomorrow I'm not. Tomorrow, Today I'm wearing mother's clothes. Tomorrow, like, I want to wear a crop top. And it's 
like that for everyone for a lot of people not everyone but for a lot of people a lot of girls not like, even people in abroad everyone it's happens. yeah everyone it's like a thing where okay this is just the reality of life and a lot of times like you want to actually cover your hair you want to dress modestly but honestly speaking from my own perspective the idea is that i'm just like this just covering my hair doesn't look as nice as when I'm wearing a crop top or when I have my hair out. When in yeah. reality, it's actually the other way around. So yeah, yeah, I would say um coming abroad, struggling with hijab is a big thing because when you're stepping out, no one is gonna tell you go back inside and wear. Yeah, exactly. You come out as you wish. Yeah, you come out as you wish. No one is gonna be there to tell you or oh, um do this, do that. Right. You do as you please. Um, but. Another th- one thing I'll just tell to people that struggle with hijab is take it one step at a time. Like, even if you don't take it one step at a time, even if you today you're fully covered, tomorrow you're not, at the end of the day, it's still between you and your Lord. And just have pure intentions of wanting to be better. And also pray to Allah to give you strength to actually um be able to be wearing the hijab. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um. But yes, the hijab is also another really big struggle with living here and life here. I can't say I'm really consistent with my hijab. I'm I'm trying to be. Um, it's a pro. It's a process. But I know that one day, inshallah, I'll be fully devoted into it. And another thing that Allah I... help all the sisters out there struggling with that because it's a struggle at this generation, the twenty first century. Everyone, not even. All the students in abroad, all the girls absolutely. in Nigeria, everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. And another thing I think of a lot of times when it comes to hijab is is that thing where once you start, like there's no going back. So it's also one of the few things that are pulling me back, which is why I try to take it a step at a time. Maybe there are days that I'll cover and do the normal scarf turban style, days that I'll do the one that's wrapped around my neck just interchange and find styles that look good for you but also still cover you at the same time that comes up as um a lot of motivation and another thing that has actually motivated me it may not really be a right way of motivation but a lot of people tell me i look better with hijab so i kind of also use that as motivation to actually just want to wear it as well so yeah um then the next thing i'd also really speak about that's also an issue is peer pressure when you come abroad you some of you would do things that you really never thought you would some of you would um like there are some things you'll be like when you're at home you'll be like oh i'm not going to do this yeah like can never be me kind of thing but then when you come you'd find yourself you know doing it and you're like caught up and it's most of the time because of influence of peer pressure or because of the fact that you know you have that much freedom um there are some things where there are like some things some people really want to do when they are at home, but they, because they didn't have the opportunity or the their parents are there. But like when you, you are here, nobody is there. So, and then yeah. the pressure from your friend and stuff like that, then you get in that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And what I'll just say about that is it's okay to make mistakes, it's okay to experience things that you wish you didn't experience. Yeah. It's all part of the growth process. No one is perfect. Um, just keep them to yourself. Don't, don't go about telling people. Um, even if you went clubbing or you went 
like you've gone to all the clubs in the city or anything keep it between you and your lord ask for forgiveness like it's okay it's perfectly okay sometimes it's better to experience these things than to be naive throughout and i think the beauty of the religion is even if you do things that you wish you didn't um if you ask god for forgiveness forgiveness like, he will forgive you yeah exactly so it's more of a situation where those mistakes will happen you will make mistakes when you come here big or yeah. small just don't ever judge anybody because one thing is if you do judge people for doing certain things you find yourself doing the same thing as well one yeah, day. that is happening so yeah um peer pressure plays a big factor also try to filter out and analyze the type of people you actually mingle with i know sometimes it's hard to actually just stop talking to a group of people or to stop associating with a group of people yeah, yeah. but for and your sometimes own to get into them and to come out like to 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 stop being with them would be something a big something to work on yeah um it's a gradual process like you'd you need to sorry i actually forgot what i was saying yeah um you find yourself around people that you shouldn't really be around take your time yeah analyze the situation i'm not saying don't be friends with them be friends with them but keep it at a distance if you know that they don't they're not influencing you good um, yeah. in a good way to just have the limits they play the roles they play in your life yeah but there should um, be a limitation yeah but one thing i would say for sure is everything you experience abroad god has written it's going to happen and it's happened for a reason either to make you or to break you but either yeah. ways the end result is growth and progress and exposure and actually like becoming wiser and less naive yeah you've seen this before even if you've seen it in the future like oh this is something i've already known yeah so, and you'll be able to advise you, others yeah you'll be able to advise others just like the way we are given the advice or because of the experience we have some of the experience you've gone through some of the things yeah exactly exactly um then another thing which is the last thing that actually um is you know to top the cherry on the cake is living alone and dealing with mental health the mental health yeah you would struggle a lot your mental health would fluctuate as exactly. a muslim abroad even not as a muslim abroad it's going to be very overwhelming and frustrating you're going to be struggling especially for girls yeah exactly you're going to be struggling with a lot of things you're going to be struggling with your deen you're going to be in the environment yeah the environment the loneliness the weather you're going to be in stressful friendships you're going to be in stressful relationships yeah. and there is be... this pressure from the some of the people from home are like you know yeah you're going to be you're going to be stressed from school because, because like for example someone that is like once you are in abroad people will start watching you what is he doing what is he going to do well let me talk to him today is he going to reply what is he going stuff like that so all those things are just yeah um but it's going to be a serious roller coaster there are days you're happy days you're sad days yeah, you're absolutely life. tired of it all but you just have to keep pushing and this life is not designed to be a perfect place it's designed yeah, exactly. to test you and designed to make you feel all kinds of good feelings all kinds of bad feelings there's it can never be a situation where your life is going smoothly if your life is going smoothly then you should be very worried because 
Allah only tests those he loves. So yeah, um, dealing with mental health, honestly, you need to sit, reflect, talk to God. I feel like that's key. Talking to Allah. Seek help. Seek medical help. Only him can help us. Yeah, but also see see a therapist. You can see a therapist. Um, Therapy would help you actually realize a lot of things that are contributing to why you're feeling the way you're feeling. And it's just by me telling the person your problems. It's not any medication that's going to help you. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. just sometimes... And like, someone should... It, it, it's not every... Like, not all your problem you should be telling your friends. Because yeah. they use that to to to, 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 to destroy you. Yeah, and like... Um, sorry, I was... Okay, yeah. You should see a therapist. Um, Sometimes talking to someone helps a lot. And it will help you, you know... Um, solve the little problems you have, even the big ones. Person have more knowledge on how to solve some of the problem than you. Yeah, but then another thing is also really depend on God. There are different ways of coping. Create yeah. a hajjud, write letters to God, write how you feel. Anything you know would help. Develop a hobby that you know brings you peace and tranquility at that moment. Exactly. Exactly. and honestly you'll be fine it's not easy like it's really not easy living here abroad and a lot it's of us easy. are parents just uh, the way people saw it on social media the pictures they will think oh this are very happy they will they are never sad in their yeah, life i mean it's just shiny media, from there from social far. media consists and has a lot of facades that are put on yeah. to make you yeah. think okay I mean, it's nice. It's actually nice. Like the way people take it nice. as if these people are never, they are never sad. They are not even working hard. They are just, they are sleeping. Even the classes, they are just studying so simple, stuff like that. Yeah, but that's not really it. The reality of it is it's a different place. It's a jungle yeah. out here and you, like, you just need to strive to survive. You could yeah, exactly. you could wake up and it's really dark. You can't see as much sunlight because of the weather, and that yeah. is enough to make you sad for the rest of the week. So yeah, you need to really come prepared, and you know. So I think that will be enough for today, inshallah. Or you have anything more to add? Well, I was just going to say that if you ever need anyone to talk to, I'm here. Um. I feel like, okay, I have a bit of experience. So always just speak to someone that's experienced and has been through it or you yeah. has been through it. That would help a lot. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. thank you for having me here. It is a pleasure for you honoring my invitation. We hope that next time, if we wish to have you again, you will honor our invitation. Oh, inshallah, inshallah. Thank you so much. Thank you. Ma'asalaam. With this, we come to the end of today's episode. I hope you all benefited from one or two things from what she says here today. See you all tomorrow at the same time. Don't forget to share and subscribe. Stay safe. See you tomorrow. Thank you.